Hello, I'm John Eldridge, and welcome to the Ransomed Heart audio podcast. For more information on Ransomed Heart Ministries, our resources, and events, please visit us online at www.ransomedheart.com. Craig, what'd you make of the weather this morning? Transitional, cold. My car's outside because my garage is packed, and there was a an eighth of an inch of solid frost. Yeah, snow. Yes. From yesterday. Yes. And I couldn't find my scraper. And then I remembered you're supposed to wear gloves with a scraper because your hands get cold. (laughs) Then I remembered I should start the engine, let it warm up. All the winter stuff comes back. You lost all your protocols. I did. Yeah. I need to make a new list. I need Jesus to help me with this transition. I'm just not quite ready for this. Oh, three months of winter, and then it's spring. Yeah. Yeah. Folks, we get our biggest snow in April. So while the azaleas are coming out in Georgia and the dogwoods are blooming in Oregon, we're we're getting dumped on with like four feet of snow in April. That's right. You've tuned into the Ransomed Heart podcast, not the Ransomed Heart Weather Channel. I'm John Eldridge and Craig McConnell, and we're actually picking up with a series that – we are really enjoying and we're kind of intrigued with where God is taking all of us in this. So we prayed a number of weeks ago, felt like Jesus said, I want you to talk about leadership. And we kind of were puzzled by that because it's not it's not a real ransomed heart type topic. Not that we don't believe in leadership. We do. And we exercise leadership. We live under leadership, all of that. But, you know, it just doesn't sound like, you know, bum, 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 ransom tart on leadership. Yes. So we've been really intrigued <laughs> by where God is taking us on this. So if you're just joining us, this is actually the fifth installment in a series on the kingdom of God, the way that it's structured, authority, leaders, kings, spiritual leaders. And what are you looking for? I mean, how do you know what is good kingdom-style leadership, because the world sure has its stuff out there. And Craig, when you think of leadership, I know you actually have a ton of leadership books on your shelf. <laughs> I've seen them. Yeah. <laughs> From your former your former days. You know what? Every once in a while, I still buy one. I get suckered into, like, that's the key that will change everything in my leadership style. Exactly. So. Exactly. So... <laughs> When you think of that stuff, when you think of, frankly, yes. kind of a world approach, I mean, what are you looking for? You know, what do those books say? Here's great leadership. Yeah. Well, I'm, for me – And get, I, get those pens and pencils out, folks. Yes, yes. Well, the first thing you want to know about those books, number one is <laughs> – I'm kidding. Uh, John, the appeal to me is simply – I am a leader, called to be a leader, and I want to do it well. And there's always that desire to pick up a little tip or two on how to be more effective or efficient in your leadership. Because leadership and relationships and people, it's so messy. You're looking for some little breakthrough. But by and large, most of those books are what they appeal to is just how I can get it done. Get stuff done. Yeah. And I was driving in today. I thought, 
gosh, that's not our concept of leadership is how to get stuff done, how to accomplish a mission, have a purpose statement, a mission statement, and how to get it done. It just seems like that's not what we're talking about. Well, it's intriguing because that is – I mean, so you think CEOs, you know, um, congressmen, presidents, council members, school board people, you know, think of leadership in the world and you betcha. It's you have an agenda and you know how to get that agenda accomplished, mm-hmm. right? And you know how to motivate and yes. guide and lead people to get stuff done. And frankly, that has really crept into the church. Yes. And all of these Christian books on leadership, so many of them, not all of them, but many of them, they're really kind of borrowing from the latest hip trends of you know, corporate yes. leadership style management and trying to bring it into the church. You know, I was just remarking, I think a couple of podcasts ago, I was pulled into a group that was doing a fundraising effort. They were just asking my opinion on some things and I think eventually wanted me to be a part of it. But initially, they were just asking my opinion. And and so, you know, we got on this conference call and and they had hired a fundraising consultant, Mm. you know, and they had – the slick brochures. They oh. had the plan that was all broken down into five months of objectives and that sort of thing. But there was just this overwhelming sense of where's God in this? Yes. One, does God even want you to do this? Yes. How do you know? Did anybody here ask? Two, who's this joker? And, <laughs> and is he anointed? I mean, he may have a gift set, you know, but it really felt like well, I just remember Francis Schaeffer saying in, in a sermon that I love. It's called The Lord's Work in the Lord's Way. It's this great sermon by Francis Schaeffer. And he says that he kind of found himself waking up in the middle of meetings, you know, sort of coming back to consciousness. And he couldn't figure out if he was in a business meeting or a ministry meeting, that there was no difference between the wait a second, like, is anybody pausing to pray beyond just the perfunctory prayer, you know, the opening prayer? But I just want to ask these folks, like, who's leading this? Mm. Are you walking with God? Where'd Mm. you get these ideas? Are you even sure that the... Yeah. It just felt like the borrowing of the world's way of doing things, bringing it into the church to reach our objectives and, Mm -hmm. you know, and I just want to say time out, time out, like, gang, um, I understand the desire to do that. I understand people in leadership wanting to, you know, be better leaders and make things happen in the church. But corporate leadership principles are not immediately transferable into the kingdom of God because God's got different ways of doing things. And and as we said last week, he does the wildest things, like picking the youngest of Jesse's sons who looked totally unqualified yeah. and was out in the field tending sheep. And yet God says, oh, actually, this is my chosen one. Yes. He has a heart like mine. Yes. Right? That's what I'm looking for. Man looks at the outward appearance. God looks at mm-hmm. the heart, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I was reading John 10 this morning, John, and – I was just thinking of the intimacy of of the model there. Jesus talks about his sheep know him. Mm. 
and they know his voice mm. and they follow him. Mm-hmm. And there's just, I think, stated, implied, just an intimacy, mm-hmm. just a relational thing there. I mean, you simply can't eliminate the relational dimension, the fact that when you're talking about leadership, you're talking about working with people from the equation. I mean, I'm thinking of good leaders I know who um, write the books or read the books or promote the books. And I'm thinking of one right now, a pastor in L.A., who um, has written a lot of good stuff. But the complaint from some of his uh, people in his congregation who shared with me is simply, you go to see him about their teenage son's issues or about the problems they're struggling with, demonic or deep personal wounds. And his words were, I don't have a clue about that. you got to see someone else for that. And just refers him out to a counselor. And I'm thinking, wait a second. What are you leading if it's not people? And what are you doing if you can't relate to people? Yes. So yeah. what are we talking about here? It's like that passage from Ezekiel that you read this morning. Mm-hmm. Where's that? Yeah, Ezekiel 34. God's just confronting the leaders of his people. And at one point, he's calling them out saying, you have not strengthened the weak or healed the sick or bound up the injured. You've not brought back the strays or search for the lost. You've ruled them harshly and brutally. I mean, just that description of uh, you not strengthened the weak, healed the sick. This doesn't sound like a guy who gets stuff done. This sounds like a guy who just cares for the hearts of people, is going after kind of their heart, their soul, their being. And what I hear in that is God saying, hey, Whose kingdom are you building here? Yes. Time out. Whose kingdom are you building here would be a really great question about leadership. Mm-hmm. You know, I understand that you've got phenomenal principles and clear objectives and you've gotten it broken down into tasks and groups and, you know, you're looking for people to help you get this agenda done, but you just want to go time out. Whose kingdom are you building? Yes. You know, because as I recall, some of the abusive Christian leadership styles that I've witnessed personally, to be honest, language aside, all the language is there about building the Lord's kingdom and, you know, but frankly, it was all about building their kingdom, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Versus what Mm -hmm. he's after in Ezekiel. He's like, are you taking care of the flock? You looking after the things I'm concerned about, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. But, John, are we stretching it here? Are we talking about pastors and separate from that there are leaders or is it one the same? What what are we talking about when we're talking about leaders here? It sounds like we're bringing in a personal dimension that sounds more pastoral than your traditional leader thing. It almost feels like we're talking about mentors, fathers, mothers. Um, Can you help? me understand where we're going here right now. We had an interesting prayer time over this, uh, a couple of them, and we were asking Jesus why he was taking us into a series on leadership. And one, we could really sense his concern for his people. It just Mm -hmm. feels like the people of God are very scattered right now. The Mm -hmm. flock has been scattered. Um, And we were asking God more about that, and he was saying, I'm trying to bring my people 
back under spiritual fathers and mothers. Mm-hmm. Craig, when you say, you know, wait a second, is it, are we talking about just pastors here? No, no, no. I think what we're trying to ask is there's a world model of leadership and there's a kingdom model mm-hmm. of leadership. And the world's model may borrow some things from a kingdom, you know, the, the latest hip seminars talk about servant leadership. The latest hip worldly seminars, they talk about caring for your people. They'll even talk about developing them spiritually. But frankly, it's still all about getting your stuff done, yeah. you, you know, um, versus a kingdom model that says, wait, whatever you are, father, mother, coach, teacher, you know. Um, small group leader, whether you're in a ministry or you run, you know, seven people branch of a company. Mm-hmm. If you're trying to operate from God, I want to both know what kingdom leadership looks like. And frankly, I want to find it. Yeah. I want to find it as well as try and be it with whatever kingdom you've given me. I think what God is after is that a kingdom model is, frankly, spiritual fathers and mothers. Mm -hmm. You have a heart for the lost, the broken. You have a heart for the stray. Mm -hmm. You care about the things God cares Mm -hmm. about. And as I was driving in this morning, um, I thought, man, one of the really quick tests, regardless of where the leadership is taking place, okay, whether it's taking place in a church meeting mm-hmm. or it's taking place in a corporate meeting. Right. Regardless of the location, you can sense the spirit of it, whichever kingdom it's operating from, by whose kingdom are they building? Mm-hmm. What's the agenda here? What's mm-hmm. the, kind of the overall thrust, push, drive here? Jesus describes himself you know, as the good shepherd who mm-hmm. cares for his sheep, his sheep know him. It's mm-hmm. a, it's an intrinsically relational model, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Versus an objectives yeah. model. Yeah, in a, a kingdom model, and I'm asking this of you. It doesn't feel like there's a pressure. It doesn't feel like the relational style isn't manipulative. Exactly. There's not a weight. There's not a the hint of guilt. Oh well, here I was at a <laughs> I was at a corporate function recently, and I don't know how I wound up at this thing because those words don't usually go together in my world. A corporate function, but I got invited to this thing, and this guy comes up, very well dressed, very well groomed, silver hair. I'm guessing mid sixties, looked like the president. It's like, wow, you're the president of something, you know, and just lovely tailored suit, pressed shirt, fashionable, puts his hand out and explained to me that he learned years ago the secret to leadership, (laughs) the secret to leadership. And he asked me, he says, how can I add value to your life? Oh, boy. But frankly, while the words felt kind of like a kingdom principle – Oh, it just felt so creepy, manipulative, and just frankly, it was bullshit. Yeah. You know, it was a it was a posturing, a posing. But you could tell this guy doesn't give a rip about me. Mm-hmm. That's not what he's really asking. He's a promoter. He's a you know, he's a get it done kind of guy. 
mm-hmm. and it's almost like someone in the world ripping off a kingdom idea mm-hmm. and trying to apply it without the heart mm-hmm. behind it. I think what God's doing in the world today, I think what he's aching to do, longing to do, is moving us from a corporate model of leadership in the kingdom, at least, wherever that kingdom might be expressing itself. The kingdom of God can express itself in all sorts of ways, in the arts, the sciences, culture, of course. I think he's moving us to spiritual fathers and mothers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Which is a a radically different definition of leadership or understanding of leadership. Isn't it? I mean, that's what I should be looking for. That's what I should be aspiring towards is being a spiritual mother or father, that metaphor, that Mm -hmm. picture. Mm -hmm. Yes. And isn't that what you want? Mm -hmm. I mean, when you think about, you know, we actually began the series being a good follower because the scriptures actually have a lot more to say about following than they do leading, because I think immediately that addresses issues in us of, so what's your agenda? What are you about? Are you kingdom building? Small K, your kingdom building, you know, Mm -hmm. what are you looking for? What is it that you long for in a leader? I think our listeners, if they would begin to name some of those things, you know, the personal care and concern, holiness and integrity, a sense of wisdom not just principles, you know, a sense of eldership, not just management techniques. There's a qualitative difference to these things. If you were to just begin to name some of those things that you just yearn for in in operating under leadership, you can go, wow, a spiritual father or mother. I never really put words to it like that, but that's exactly what the human heart's designed for. And I think that that's I think that's what the church is aching for. And by church, I don't mean institutional structure. I mean the people of God, yeah. you know, capital C, church, you know, worldwide. We're aching for that kind of leadership. Yeah, I agree. I think most our listeners probably have a a sense of what they'd like to be, where they'd like to go, whether it's being a better mom, a spouse, make a difference in this world, uh, function more fully in their gifts and their glory. The real question probably isn't one of direction or clarity of purpose or mission even, but how do I get there? And how do I get there is what's needed is more than the tip and techniques and the motivation. But what you're hitting on, John, is someone who comes alongside and and just knows where they're broken, where they're wounded, Mm -hmm. where they're paralyzed or hesitant Mm -hmm. or frightened Mm -hmm. or naive Mm -hmm. or uninformed and speaks in some mothering, fathering, mentoring way to the deeper issues of the heart so they can move in that direction. Yeah, yeah. I think it was last week we said, who's the leader? And the answer is the person God's tapped. Yeah. (laughs) You know, not the guy with the slick suit and the nice haircut and the expensive watch or whatever it may, you know. And so just to come back to the question If what God is trying to do is gather his scattered people Mm -hmm. under his leaders, uh, chosen, anointed men and women, what are you looking for? What is it that you need? I think what we're trying to clarify is not the relationally detached 
person that's got some kingdom building agendas and yeah they may be able to get stuff done and they might have an MBA or graduated from this management school or you know went to this seminar read these eight books on leadership you're looking for someone who's operating like God does Mm. like Jesus does Mm -hmm. Uh, you're looking for spiritual fathers and mothers Mm -hmm. and wow what would that do to the kingdom if we had more of that available and less of the kind of world bleeding into the church style of, of leadership techniques, I think it'd be powerful. Mm. Thanks for listening in on the Ransomed Heart podcast, John Eldridge and Craig McConnell. If you haven't downloaded the Ransomed Heart app yet, I want to encourage you to do it. Now, this is funny. I'm going to be honest. I'm not an app guy. I'm not even a cell phone guy. I don't like them. But the truth of the matter is to be able to whip out your phone, listen to the podcast wherever you are, download prayers, pray the daily prayer, or there's a host of others, daily readings, other resources on there. Super, super helpful. So for more, we would encourage you to pick up the Ransomed Heart app.